Yo, so tell me, what was one of the wildest or craziest reasons why you was late for work? Mm. Why I was late for work? The wildest? Um, Wildest, entertaining, or, you know, amusing, or, you know, whatever. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Because considering this Black History Month, and this is like the one year that I noticed that this month ain't been the same as far as Black History Month, I'm going to have to say the wildest experience I had being late to work was when the riots first kicked off about uh, George Floyd. Because, bruh, I had no idea what was going on. Like, I heard about the George Floyd thing. I ain't hitting about no riot until I'm getting on the green line. And people on there like, hey, you know this only run to, like, California. I'm what? I'm, all right, man. Anyway, so I'm disregarding. Put my headphones back in. Then they come on a train in a calm joint. So I'm like. Oh, okay, this is really only going to California. I'm like, well, maybe it's going to be another train. Trains is going to stop. I, long story short, I it took me like an hour solid to get to work. I get, the, I think I had to call a Lyft or Uber. And then they, the Uber driver, I'm like, yeah, they shut down downtown. You know, you can't get into downtown and ain't no trains leaving, like really leaving downtown. So I'm like, Boy, how I'm going to get home? <laughs> like, now, now, now I'm forward thinking. Now I'm like, wait, what ride? Then they talking about they riding because of George Floyd. They've been breaking into Macy's and, and the the, uh, the Diamond District. I'm like, why? Oh, it's, going to, it's going to hell today. Oh, okay. And, yeah, that was the wild. That was probably, like, the wildest, like, recently but yeah like what well, i was saying that to say well i know this they soul ain't been promoting no black history but on <laughs> they was like boy y'all got to roll off with um doing foot no 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 we ain't doing black history month this month like what well, ain't they ain't celebrating Cicely tyson they ain't doing nothing i said oh they giving us the cold shoulder they like boy that's dead but anyway that's mine yeah like i don't I don't know. Typically, I'm on time. If I'm late, I'm not, like, drastically late. But, like, it's not even a wild time. It was just one of those times where it was worth it. Like, I was late one day because I had to work a mid-shift. But I was late as hell to that because I wanted to meet Lupe. Lupe Fiasco. Uh, yeah. Because at the time, one of my cousins worked at, the, at Fox. And he was coming on to be on, like, one of the programs or shows they had. He was like, yeah, I can get you in so you can come meet him or whatnot. So I'm like, all right, cool, bet. And then I got there and I had to wait around for about an hour, hour and a half. And I really couldn't go nowhere because, like, I didn't have no clearance or nothing. So, like, I had to just be in, like, a hallway just, you know, waiting for him. Like, it was a couple of other people that was waiting for him, too. And, uh, you know, and then when he finally showed up, you know, like, I wasn't like starstruck or nothing. You know what I mean? Like I thought that I would be, but I wasn't like, he didn't show up like with no security. He ain't show up with no entourage and nothing like man's was just by himself. 
and like he was just real real nonchalant like i know i'm nonchalant but that man was like literally like mellow and nonchalant to like to the point where it's just like damn i don't really want to mess with like i don't really want to ask him for a picture or nothing it's like i just feel like he in his own little world and whatnot but he but like he was cool you know i got a picture uh with him and whatnot um but that's about it that's the only thing i really wanted to bother him about you know because there was other people that was you know talking to him about you know opportunities making money and you know being in business together and shit and i'm just like yeah bro i ain't even on that vibe i ain't even on that tip I'm just trying to say what up and get a picture, shake hands. I ain't really trying to do too much. Get up out there. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's word. Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. Somebody here asked me if, um, somebody here asked me if I had met any celebrities. I can't remember who it was. Well, I can't. And now I think I know who it was. But I'm like, I don't, I, I haven't really met any like big celebrities. Like I've met a lot of, well, I ain't gonna say a lot. I've met a couple boxing champions and that was dope. Like, um, who did I, mean? well, I trained at the same gym as this, this, uh, cruiserweight, like heavyweight champion, Andrews from Faro, me and him trained. So he would be at the gym all the time. I met Andrew Manfredi, he was a famous boxer, uh, Derek Finley. Um, I think I seen the Charlo twins spar when uh before my when my gym was still the Windy City Boxing uh Windy City Boxing Gym on 35th and Halstead. I had went in there and knew these two twins, but I think there was the Charlo twins. I just can't remember. because uh, I was like still kind of like new to like the whole boxing world. And like that's pretty much how I met a lot of championship belt holders. Uh, Fearless Fernando Hernandez, but like as far as like pop world star or like 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 a world renowned star, I think Twister is the only celebrity that I've met in real life. And I was a kid, bro, when I met Twister. Like I was so shook because it it was just him and his homie. We was at like the Homer Square Building that's out west on like Homan and, and, and Arlington or it's Arlington or Arlington. I can't remember how to pronounce it, but uh, we used to go down to this cafeteria that was in the bottom of this place all the time. So we would go down there and eat. They knew us. We were the little bad little kids that run around the building all the time. So one day it was like closed off and the lady, she was real nice, real cute lady, real young. Now that I think about it, like not like 17 but like she was in like probably her early 20s she was like yeah y'all can't come in here today because she would give us like cheese fries with mouth sauce on them because we was the baby kid wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute minute. i'm gonna let you get back to your story mild sauce on cheese fries if you ain't never had it but for one you from out south so it makes sense that you never had it but Cheese fries with mouth sauce, bro, is fine. It's fine, bro. If you ain't never had it, bro, you gotta try. You gotta try. You gotta try. Like, it's some out west. Like, so it's two more out west dinners that I like that I notice people ain't used to. That's chicken wings with nacho cheese on them. Fine. And then you got like I went to Rockford. Uh, when I lived in Rockford, I used to eat. Um, 
fries with cheese, hot sauce, and ranch on it. And then we will put ranch and hot sauce on the pizza. I learned that from out there. Good. The bomb, first of all. Especially on the pepperoni pizza. Little Tabasco hot sauce, little ranch. Man, look. Yo. Y'all are some hey. goddamn monsters. Y'all know that? Like, what? Why? Why? Why would you cheese on? Okay, you know what? It's you never had nacho cheese on your bro, chicken, bro. I'm not. Listen, we had a whole what, bro? We're not about to do this because we're gonna go on like a whole twenty minute rant about this because we did this last week before last on food. No, it's all right. You know what? You got it. It's cool. This you need to do. This you need to do. You need to come out west one day. Go to Buffalo Sam's, bro. And go to Buffalo Sam's. It's on Cosma and Harrison. Order you an eight-wing dinner with nacho cheese on the top of that thing with, with lemon pepper. I'm telling you, you'll never be the same. You'll never be the same. Tell me right there. Yeah, I'm going to have to go and get like 10 security guards and then I'll go. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, yeah, so back to my story. So back <laughs> it's a short, it's a relatively short story. Basically, after that, she was like, Yeah, I can't let y'all in here, twist in here. So it's me and my older sister. So I'm like, I want to meet Twister. She's like, We want to meet Twister. We want to meet Twister. So he's sitting in there with like one other person, then got the whole thing shut down. So my sister, the only one that had the courage to go over there and ask for an autograph, I'm in the corner shook. I'm hiding, basically. I'm like peeking through the door, looking at him, starstruck, but I'm too afraid to walk up to him and ask him for an autograph. So the lady had to, like, low-key drag me over there because I was so shook, and he gave us his autograph and whatnot. I lost it. We was happy. We was happy kids after that. That was it. That's like the only celebrity I've met. Oh yeah, go ahead. Plus, my bad. I was gonna say, well, when I was on, when I did the little, uh, what you call them people that be in the show, I I like to say atmosphere, but that's because I got that from some some funny sitcom I used to watch. It's just going atmosphere. I can't remember what it was. I wish I could remember what show that was. But um, what you call the people that that show up and they extra. Right. Well, I worked on, on extras as an extra on the set of Empire once. I seen Taraji P. Henson, seen Terrence Howard, seen Exhibit, seen like that was it. But I seen them. I ain't never met him. But yeah, that was like the closest I got to it. That was it. But other than that, yeah, I ain't never met nobody for real. Word, 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 word. Uh, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Reset the Vibe. We are back after a long, 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 long week. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Vash. And this is a dairy. And we are glad to be back with y'all. We missed y'all, especially last week, man. I <sighs> when I tell you, like every time y'all listen. To get y'all some behind the scenes type of info and stuff, when we start moving forward with like new ideas, new things, there's a new obstacle every damn time. 
Always. We sat down, we thought about some cool stuff to do, where to take the pod next, how to elevate it, etc. And then life happens. And then it was like, all right, cool, life happens. Then we try to do, you know, move past that to get to, you know, the next point. And then something else happens. Like, it's, that's just how I just know that, you know, it, this is meant to be, right? Because if it ain't, it, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. it you know what I'm saying? So it, it's definitely something. Like, y'all don't get it. It's like mic trouble. Headset trouble, connection trouble, dropping in out of conversations. It's like, bro, like the 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 effort is it's not super laborious, like, but it's it's to the point it could be mentally exhausting. Like, it's man, like a lot of brainstorming, a lot of lot of coming up with content idea ideas for you know content creation and stuff like that, and then just the regular obstacles, the day to day. That's why we be needing our vibe reset. That's why we come to reset y'all back because we be knowing, we know we working people too. So exactly because it's not even just tech stuff, man. Sometimes we have trouble with guests. Um, guests ain't able to be here, or guests, you know, they're having troubles on their end, so they can't get to us. Scheduling conflicts, like it's 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 a bunch of things, but. We will prevail because that's what we do here. We're here to reset vibes. Um, so that, uh, uh, how are we starting this pod? Uh, so do you want to start with the big news or do you want to hold the news off till the end, towards the end of the pod? Man, that's a great question. That's a great question. Um, I think we should probably say. All right, word. So we'll say that's what's end. That's that's fine. That's fine. Um, with that being said, uh, so I got a, I got a confession to make, man. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Play your song. So I, uh, I cheated, man. Bro, I cheated, dog. You're going to say this on Bro, listen, man. If I can't say it here, well, it's just a safe place. If I can't say it here, I can't say it nowhere, man. Like, I... I, A safe place? I don't think public domain is a safe place. I think think it's it's a... uh, It's it's a... (laughs) (laughs) No, man. So, I... um, I cheated on my barber, bro. Uh, yeah, man. Dog, like it, it, and I know this motherfucker, I, I just know he gonna hit us eventually and we gonna have to have that confrontation, bro. But like, it, it's, I, so mm-hmm. I was in desperate mm-hmm. need of a haircut, aligning and all of this other stuff. I was, was in need. need, I had needs, man. And mm-hmm. like, my barber is on the whole opposite side of town. So I have to travel to my barber. So that's time plus money. That's commute plus uh, the. And he makes you come out like that? <laughs> uh, no, like go it, ahead, it's, go I, I got to do that. And then I also have to pay him for his services, which I will do. I'm, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem hey. with that. that that's. 
that that's respectable, right? Like any, any like if, if anybody's doing something for a living, then you pay them. You don't shortchange them, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if if those those are people. So I, I ain't got no problem with that. Got more. Right, right, right. You got more. Um, so, plus tip, because I, I do tip. But you right? Um, are you are you tip too? But you no nah, man no. Nah. Listen man. Okay. So go ahead, go ahead. Story. I'm trying. I'm just trying to get up. So uh yeah no I needed one and um I just didn't want to go through the hassle. So I got on my computer. And I searched for somebody that was closer, man. Somebody that was in my vicinity. Oh, it's always somebody that's close. The serpent ain't never too far from the tree, man. I'm telling you. I'm, it's always somebody <laughs> right up in there. They, they can get close. Uh, man, so I was nervous. So I, because uh, I ain't never did nothing like this before, right? So yeah. I'm. Uh. So um, I'm walking up to the place. I don't know what to expect um, because my barber knows what hairstyle I like, how I like my haircut. And doing this all the way since, because this is over a decade that this person was my barber. Man, this is like 15 years, bro. So I go in. And I'm nervous because, like I said, like, I don't know what the hell it is that I get because I never asked. Because I never had to think I was going to be in this position. So right. I get in there. The barbershop is the smallest barbershop that I have ever seen in my life, bro. Bro, this oh, no. barbershop is at least the front of house portion of it is remember years ago when you went to go get tattoos from some dude out west in the apartment complex first of all why are you listen man i'm just trying i'm just trying to i'm just trying to paint the picture right you gonna let them know about my listen i never said you got the tattoos i just said you went to go get the tattoos right See, you didn't incriminate your uh, damn self. See, so uh, we like picture that space that we were in, and maybe just a tad bit bigger. That was the size of the barbershop. Like, there's not even enough space for people to really sit and wait for themselves to, to for their turn to get their haircut. Right? You could probably have maybe about three people in there waiting max. Plus the people that's in the chairs, plus the barbers. The place is incredibly small. How small? How many? How Just many two. Barbers was in there. It was only. It was only. It's only enough room in there for like two or three chairs, like barber chairs. So, right, right. I get in and I'm just standing there awkwardly because no, because like there's already one person getting taken care of. Um. There's nobody else in there. And I'm just standing there. And the barber don't say, like, you know, the typical, like, yo, what's up? You can go ahead and have a seat, get you in the moment. None of that. And the other barber comes in from outside. Oh, sorry. Burp. But the other barber comes in from outside. And he, you know, ushers me to sit down and whatnot. And then he starts to talk. 
here, no, but you don't understand. I'm getting to the point. They are Caribbean. So, uh, we want to get to a foreign. Oh, are you, are you cold? You are cold. Here. So, they are talking fast as hell. They are talking in their own. I'm not going to say native. Maybe is native the right word? I don't know, but they're talking in their own. For lack of better, lack of better words, like they're speaking in their own native, their own native yep, tongue. They just talking, and then they ask me like, "What I want?" And I barely made that piece out. So I had to sit up there and and struggle to tell him what I wanted. But luckily, he understood and whatnot. But like you know, the the one of the other clients or the, the customers or whatnot isn't it shared. So I'm assuming that he's Caribbean too, because all three of them was just talking. And they were just talking in their tongues mm-hmm. and whatnot. I'm just like, what the hell have I gotten myself into? Because, like, now mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here. I'm regretting. It's like, yo, what if he misheard this? What if he gave me some wild-ass design? Now I got to wear, like, a mask and a hat wherever the hell I go. Like, I can't take it off nowhere. Like, but lo and behold, he sat there. He did a good job. And then... I asked him how much it was, um, and he said 20. And I had to take a double take because I'm like, 20? Hell, my barber charges me more. <laughs> he charges me more than that. And I'm just like, just 20? Uh, and you around the corner for the crib, bro. Oh, bro. I, I, I gave him the 20, tipped him like ten dollars so i gave him 30 in total and i was out the door and that whole process took maybe about like 15 minutes bro mm. i felt bad man mm. am, I, am i am i for the streets now is, is that what the kids say yeah you for the streets are you definitely for the streets this this is intense this is intense it wasn't like you had nowhere to go it wasn't like like he cheating on you, like he being neglectful. It don't sound like it was none of that. You ain't said nothing. All you said was you had needs. Yeah, you for the streets. You for the streets. And um the streets are glad to have you. Oh man. Because you can't bird in the streets now. <laughs> this is some this is the mighty have fallen. What is wait, hold on. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Before before we make this deal. Do you plan on going See, back? Why you have to ask me this on air, man. <laughs> oh, you for the streets. Oh. It's right oh, there, bro. It's a five-minute walk. It's a five-minute walk back. It's a it's a 20-minute process. The whole thing takes 30 minutes, bro. Bruh, it takes me more than 30 minutes just to get to the park on the other side of town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk to him now. You gotta let him know what's up. You gotta let him know where you at. You, you gotta just go and break his heart. Just break his heart and his pockets. You just gotta tell him. Look, <sighs> we had a good run. Some good, re- some oh, good memories. Man. But it's this Caribbean's time now. Like this man. 
he ain't, he ain't breaking my pockets. He's doing a good job. They don't even take that long. It's over, you know. So you gotta stay. I do. Cause uh yeah, see if you're gonna go, yeah, you're gonna have to stand yeah, on I made that. my bed. I gotta sleep in it. Man, imagine how it's gonna look if you gotta go back. Ah. Uh, Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. dirty. I got a cleanser. You ain't never cheated on no barber? Nah. Bro, I've never, for one, any, I've been growing my hair probably since sixth or seventh grade. Like, my dad and my mom had different barbers, so like my cousin, baby daddy used to cut my hair when I was with my mom. But then when I would go with my dad, if I needed my hair cut, he would take me to this barber uh, named John John. Other than that, like once I started growing my hair out, no, like no, like I never had, like I've only had those two barbers in my lifetime, and it was at like two different phases of my life. So other than that, I just. You know, I grow my hair. If I go get my hair cut, I will probably go to my cousin, baby daddy, to have him cut my hair. Like when I, uh, well, like when I first cut my braids off, that was that was one time. After that, once I locked my hair, like then I went to like some, like I had my sister cut the locks off, but then I went to like some random barber shop that I would never go back to again. To to get uh to to have him like you know just do me a line and give me like a little ball fade why i get a ball fade as my first haircut after growing my hair i have no idea i've never felt more <laughs> naked in my life like <laughs> i just felt so vulnerable like i ain't try to go get the juice cut I ain't try to go do like no other style. Like as the as soon as I got my hair cut, yeah, give me a ball fade. Why would I? How old why you? did I do that, bro? This was like twenty nineteen. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, man, bro. Bro, I was so mad, bro. I was, I did not think about that clearly. Like, I'm like, bro, I should probably go with like a low fro or something. No, I was just like, you know, just give me a ball thing. You know, I think you could work with the hair so long as you have facial hair. I think that's where the line gets drawn. Like, you can, like, yeah, your hair might be naked and whatnot, but as long as you got like some decent facial hair, you good. Cause if you cut, the hair off and the facial hair, now you revert back to a 16-year-old. Dumb the rules. Dumb the rules. I don't mm. make them. That's just how it is. Uh, he looking like a baby face thief. No. Mm -mm. No. One time I cut all my facial hair off and I got made fun of so bad. This girl at work told me I had the booty face that went off that I was so bad. Then another one told me I looked at like um what's she say? She said I looked at like uh <laughs> I was, I was ready to fight. I was ready to fight. I was like, oh 
Oh, you gonna go in on me like this? Oh man, ball. No man, like, like for me, I know for sure. Uh, my mom used to cut my hair. Like my cousin cuts hair, and then my cousin showed my mom how to cut hair, and then she was like, "Oh, well, I can cut your hair now." And you know, you trusting in your mom because you don't know better. The first time, obviously, you know, I'm like, "All right, cool, mom, cut my hair." And she cuts your hair, and you don't know that it's bad. You don't know when you're a child, when you're a teenager, like you don't know if a haircut is bad until you go to school. That is the judgment test, right? Because, like, I remember going to school the next day and I got clowned horribly. Horribly. It was bad enough. I was skinnier than a toothpick. Like I could fit through a Cheerio. Like it, it was bad enough that I got teased for that. And then I'm coming in with a horrible haircut, horrible lining on top of that. I wish my mom would have set up there and took pictures so I could sit there and look at them today to just be looking at her like, yo, what, 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 why would you think that this is a good, like, no, like I got clowned horribly. And on top of that, I had like a peanut head, like when all like my hair was cut off. So you know what that meant already. Smacked up all side the head all day, every day until hair grew there. Bruh, it was a mess, man. It was a horrible, horrible. Elementary school was not kind. I think a lot of people had like oh. terrible times in high school. For me, high school went from decent to great. Like that's what it can that, that that like that's the journey that it went through, but elementary school was consistently trash. Like it was consistently trash, bro. Um, for me being teased, for me playing basketball, from the girls teasing me, uh, like you know, even some of the, the 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 teachers joining in on the teasing, it was all bad, bro. Teachers joined. Bruh, I had a teacher, right? This is before I knew he was a piece of shit. Like, I, (laughs) like, he was cool because, like, um, he saw me around the school a few times. And then I think around fourth or fifth grade, he was like, yo, who are you? What you about? Blah, 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 blah. Because he was a basketball coach. And, you know, he's like, yo, I want you to play basketball for me. And I ain't never played on sports up until that point. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll play, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and all the while, you know, I wanted to be in, like, his class because I'm just like, yo, he's cool because he was also tall. You know what I'm saying? And he had, you know, all the, the, the women teachers. They adore him. All of my women, well, girl classmates, like, you know what I'm saying? They was fawning over him and everything else like that. I'm like, yo, I want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? He dressed nice, had a nice car, all of that. I like I just, you know, I idolized that man up into the point of when I joined basketball. And then I was complete and utter trash because I had never played sports. Right. My mom didn't take me to the park to shoot hoops. So I was learning everything from the ground up while everybody else had had years upon years of going out and playing ball, football, or whatever the hell the case is. So for me being called trash by my teammates, eventually um, 
the coach joined in and teased me as well. And then we go fast forward to, I want to say eighth grade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I want to say fast forward to like eighth grade and I wound up in his class for the year. And that was terrible because like, once again, I'm not cool. I don't have no confidence. I'm not the person I am today. None of these things. So I'm getting clowned from my teammates. And then at times he would also join in on doing those things. It it was wild, bro. It, that's just that's that's just the basketball portion side of it. I ain't even getting to everything else. But no, elementary school was trash. First of all, if he would have took a little time to help you become better you could have been like i could have been brain. a lot of things had 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 man's Aww. approached me like a hundred percent differently like i understand there has to be a certain amount of heart and toughness it goes into playing sports professionally like i get that i didn't have none of that but you can nurture that into somebody and push them and then be like all right now it's on you to decide how far you want to go i didn't even have that option right Cause like from the gate, I was already getting trashed on. So that didn't help my confidence. So I'm not going to have no heart. If everywhere I turn, I get told that I'm fucking trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. And then I'm not going to be tough. I'm not going to want to lift weights. I'm not going to want to do none of this stuff. Cause what am I like? Well, how am I being motivated? You know what I'm saying? Like the only thing that I was happy about was just putting on the jerseys and playing in the games like that to me was like my only motivation for still keep going. It wasn't even, you know, the competitiveness, competitiveness of it or none of that. I just like putting on the, the, the jersey. You know what I mean? Like that was my thing. Um, but no, man, right. like if if everything would if if it would have been different, I believe my life would have turned out a lot differently, whether that's good or bad. I don't know. But I know for sure I would have had a different outlook on basketball. Yeah, I see why you're a grump every time. Man, bro, like, because like, that's the only thing people. So to let everybody know what the context is, I am extremely tall, right? I'm 6'11", 6'8", something. I don't know, bro. My height changes every time I open my mouth, somebody asks. But I'm tall. I'm up there. So obviously I get asked, Hey, how tall are you? I get asked that at least once a day, at the very least once a day. And after hearing that, cause I'm 29 right now, after hearing that for about mm, 20 years, you get irritated. And like, I try to tell people that and people just don't understand. And think, oh, well, it's not that bad. You should be proud of your height. You shouldn't get mad at people, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, but you haven't been, you haven't walked a mile in my shoes, let alone 20 years in my shoes of hearing the same exact question, the same uh, assumptions and whatnot every single day. Like people, not so much now these days, because I think with me, being taller and I'm still skinny, but I'm not as skinny as I was years ago. You know, people just get intimidated. So they don't really, you know, ask me as much or like do, you know, stuff around me or tease me or whatnot like that. 
Um, because like, bro, like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it was all bad. It was just weird. Like I got treated like an alien. Um, I would walk into places and everybody's jaw would just drop. Like, yo, I ain't never seen nobody tall before. And I'm like, bruh, tall people exist. You watch them on TV playing basketball. We exist. You know, um, I've had people stop me dead in my tracks to take a picture. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I know you may be thinking to just take a picture. That don't sound that bad. Listen, bro, that shit can get real weird, real fast. Right. Um, like I've had people say, yo, can I get a hug from you? Because I just want to know what it feels like to get hugged by a tall person. Like, bro, like it, son, it, it's, it's, it's wild, bro. I ain't, mm -mm, don't. That's what I'm saying. People be like, yo, I wish I could be. No, you don't. No, no, you don't wish you could be this tall. No, no. What? Hold on. Hold on. Wait. If I could be the size that I am and your height, I would love I'm good, bro. Give me your height. I'm good. I am good. Son, I don't want to passively. I don't want it to be a, a natural body. Um. Uh, like a, a a natural instinct for me to automatically duck my head when I walk into places. Like for me, that's second nature now. I don't even care if the door is tall enough for me. Like my body instinctively ducks down. It's mad annoying. I hate bending down to pick shit up. I know when I have kids and they leave stuff all over the floor and I have to pick it up after them, I am going to be pissed. I already know they're going to have Legos and, and baby dolls and action figures all over the floor. And I'm going to have to come back behind them and clean that up and pick it up. I'm going to be pissed. And people wonder why I have everything high as hell in my damn kitchen. Cause I don't feel like bending down. I know why he's trying to bend down. Why? I understand for y'all convenience, but y'all ain't here 24 seven. Y'all here one day out the week, one day out the month. I'm here 24 seven. Damn near. But come on, man. Come on, man. Like, no. come on, dog. Who gonna, who can get cups? Cause, cause I get it. I get it. It's your crib. But bro, I be, I be, I be, cause I ain't, I, I'm not that tall. Like, I'm six foot or five eleven and a half, depending on which doctor's office I go to. So, I'm not all that tall, but. I'm not no 6'11 to be reaching on. Bro, I, I can barely reach the top of the cabinets in my own crib, let alone go to your crib and have to reach above the cabinets where you said everything. Like, bro, that's, like, that's, who, who can do that with you? Uh, but, that's the like, point, man. For me, it's lovely. I just reach my hand up, grab it, take it take 0.5 seconds, bro. But then you don't want to be, you don't want to feel like you missed the Belvedere. To be honest with you, I don't mind doing that in my own house. Like, like, like in my like in my own crib, like I'm cool with that. Like, yo, I can't reach this shit. Help me. I'm like, I got you. Cool. Anywhere else though, no man. Like, you got to catch me on the right day. Like, I will go. Like, it happens to these to this day. Like, I will go into a grocery store, 
and I'll be trying to move fast throughout aisles because I know what's going to happen. And it's always, always, always some white lady, never been no other color, never been no other gender. It's always been a white lady. Hey, can you help me reach? The I, bro, it never, it never fails. <laughs> and I'm just like, what would you have done if I wasn't here? Would you have just tried to get it on your own? Would you have asked for help for one of the people to work here? Would you just be like, eh? I guess I don't need it no way. Like, what would you have done? Hey, wait, my bad for interrupting your story. Have you ever told one of them no and like walked off? Or at least stood there? To see I, I, I think I've done it once. Not the walk off part, but I've heard the person, but I had headphones in. So, like, I played it off like uh. I didn't hear them. And, and like, like they didn't tug at my shoulder, nothing. They were just trying to talk to me. And they like, they just automatically assume like, oh, he got headphones and he can't hear me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. To be honest, I do that quite a lot though. I, I like walk around with headphones and like walk past people. Like a lot of times there will be no music on. I would just have them in because for some odd reason they feel comfortable to a certain extent. And I might forget that I even got them in. And then people will start talking and then I'll just have my headphones in like, yeah, bro, I don't, I don't hear you. Oh, I don't want to hear you right now. I just, I just don't, I don't want to hear what questions you got to ask me. I don't want to hear how your kids or your nephew is so tall. I don't care. That's another thing too. And I hate that we, we spending this much time. I'm going to say this and we finna move on to the next thing. But like, I hate the fact, I hate the fact that when people tell me, how they have tall children or family members. I'm just like, I don't care. We all don't go to the same club. I'm not going to know who the hell this person is. I don't care. Like your nephew's tall. Cool. Good for him. He understands the struggle. If he was here right now, he would look at you and be like, why are you messing with him? Why are you bothering him? Cause he knows he understands, bro. I have literally run into other tall people and we have had tall conversations and we are all tired of y'all shit. Y'all just don't understand. <laughs> we are tired. We are beyond tired. Like if we were villains, this world would be fucked up right now. Like y'all don't understand. Like we get tired of it. And I know that there are other type of body types of people that are also tired. Like you got short people or people that's big, like they tired of hearing the jokes and, 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 you know, the, the, the snile remarks. I get it. I really do. But I could only attest to what I go through personally. We just tired of y'all shit, man. We are. And with that, I am going to give it to you. What's, what's the next topic, bro? Cause I don't want to get on this. Cause I can go on a whole three hour rampage on this. I see. Shoot. Like, but apparently you got something you need to get off your heart. It's all right, bro. Just tell the world how you no, feel. Son, if I do this, we listen. Now. This podcast ain't gonna end, okay? It's gonna go all the way. <laughs> it's gonna be a three day event of me just venting about tall stuff. No, it's cool. I'm I'm done. I said my piece. We we good. We good. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna do my rant. My rant is gonna be relatively short. I'm just gonna say this. I personally, after being on Clubhouse for what, like two weeks, I'm <laughs> sick and tired of a lot of I really, 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 Like, I am 
whole set of erotic poetry, bro. Like, nothing will make me leave a room faster than somebody coming in there with an erotic poem trying to get the ladies in the building. Uh, anyway, I, I, man, bro, like, it's so cringe for me. I'm, that's, just, I'm so sick of this. That's interesting. Because, like, I'll be on there and, like, I see rooms, but, like, I rarely run into rooms where there's, like, erotic poetry. And if there is erotic poetry, like, they'll ask to be like, yo, is it okay if I say this piece real quick? It's a little, you know, sexual whatnot. And people say it, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be a good piece, but, like, we don't stay there. You know what I mean? Like, there now, granted, there are some rooms that I have been in which it was, like, dedicated to erotic poetry. And, like, that's cool. Like, I don't have nothing against them. You know what I mean? But I get what you're saying. Like, for me... Like, cause I'm a poet. I do poetry myself. Um, erotic poetry is not my strong suit. So I don't even engage with it. You know what I mean? But respect to those who do. But I get why you feel irritated of erotic poetry. Um, I just, I just haven't seen a lot of it as much as you have. It's, it's just cause, okay, I get it. We live in a sexualized culture. We're under a government that pushes or or under a media that pushes sex constantly. Body composition constant. I get I get all of that. I do. I get it. But is that the only thing we got? Like I like I get it. But is it the only thing? You can't think of nothing else. You can't you can't write about a red converse and make it and make it to where it's so good. We don't even know you talking about a converse. We don't even know your inspiration came from a shoe. Like, like it did it be a lot of it be unoriginal, bro. Like I be so blue. Like, I just I be like, man, bro, like I'm like, I'm gonna check out this room because I'm 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 through. I'm like, I think they I give it a limit. I be like, they got one more erotic poem to come up here. And in a room of 54 people, you're going to run into at least six. Six of them people for sure going to perform an erotic poem. And at least five of them people are going to be men. At least five. And I'd be like, bro, like, it just be so cringe to me. It'd be like, yeah, let's, let's, uh, yeah, I got a piece called, uh, pull them pants to the side. <laughs> and I'd be like, bro, like, come on. Like, come on, bro. Like, man, you can't write no poem about your kids. You just gonna write a poem about how you made them. Alright, man. I fold her ankles to her ear. I be like, man, bro, if uh, you you said that, and I guarantee three poems later, somebody finna use that same line. They, they somebody ankles touching their ears. And, and in the very next, I'm telling you, I know it's gonna happen. I'm like, bro, can you can you come with something else? Like, I think I am, like, because I'm not no poet. I like to write poetry, but I'm not a poet. But I'm making sure, like, I've wrote one erotic poem in my lifetime. I've wrote one. And I don't even like reading it because it's corny. I wrote it in my teens. It's corny. I don't even read. I don't even like reading but that's the only one. Every other poem I've typically made has not really been about sex. 
And I say not really as in that was not the subject matter. Like if it was involved, it was involved in the in the creation of the poem, but it wasn't the, the subject matter. But dog. And all it really be is highly de descriptive, highly descriptive wordplay on your actual sex escapade that you want to tell everybody you had. Like <laughs> peacocking was voted as some of the highest poetry would be the one. Like that's where people come and just peacock. I'd be like, bro. I bro, I'm just I'd be like, bro, yeah. can we not? Can we not? Yeah, I, it's it's something because I wrote um I wrote a poetry back when I was a teen um and it I'm pretty sure if I look go look back at it now it's it's cringy as hell but um it's if you do a poetry like it's one of those things where you have to really. You, you got to put some work into it. Um, it's not like doing any other type of like a lovey-dovey poem or uh, a poem that's, um, you know, dealing with depression or like, like you can write those easily and you don't even have to rhyme. You don't have to have no fancy wordplay or nothing like that. Like it just rolls. But for something like erotic, you got to put some effort into that if you're going to do it because it's only so many ways that you can sit there and say, yeah, girl, I made you climax. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I'm going to do this to make you climax. Like it's only so much that you could say if you're not going to be any type of like clever with the wordplay or something like that. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's the whole that's the whole thing. Like I said, like I'm not mad at nobody um doing that. But I do have something that I do want to ask you. Um, are you familiar with Little Uzi? Word. Yeah. Have you heard anything yeah. about the brother today? No, he's not dead. No, we're not we're not going to that route. No, he's not oh. dead. He's still alive. Word. No, um, I heard no. So, man. Okay. Well, okay. Hold on. Before you get into that, I'm gonna say this. After everything I'm, after everything I've said, I don't hate erotic poetry in the sense that I wish nobody in the world would write. I'm just sick of hearing. It's not that I have anything against people who write it as that's what their favorite subject. I'm just personally tired of hearing. That being said, the rawest erotic poem I've ever heard in recent years was this kid on Clubhouse a couple days ago that wrote one uh, using Uno cards. And that 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 threw me off. I'm like, well, why does it sound like you got some inspiration from Uno Car? He like, I did. Word, that's clever. And I don't mean kid like he in his teens, he an adult, but just you know what I'm saying? He probably younger than me, as far as I know. But yeah, that was wrong. I was like, all right, 
I, I like that. That was cool. You use Uno cards, and then you switch to Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I mean, you still young. Apparently, you watch anime, but that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> I gave him kudos. Other than that, I'm checking. No. Uh, no, go ahead. But no, I'm saying that, I'm saying I was finished. I'm, I was saying go ahead. What what so, what, what, what happened? What man's implanted a twenty-four million dollar pink diamond in his forehead. I'm going to say it again for everybody in the back because I don't know if y'all heard me or not. <clears throat> the rapper, the artist, whatever you want to call him, Lil Uzi Vert, implanted a $24 million pink diamond stone into his forehead. And the stone is not even in the middle of his forehead. It's on his forehead. It's a little off Wait. towards the side, over towards like the left side. So it's not even in the middle. Man's has a whole infinity stone in his head, bruh. Boy, I'll never want that much money. <laughs> I don't never want that much money. Why? Bro, what's wrong with these kids, man? Nah. Like, I'm gonna give me a whole arm full of diamonds. Bro, I don't. Um, I really, really wanted. I, I really want to be, or wanted to be, a fly in the room, just to hear him say that out loud to his friends because this ain't no this ain't no stuff that you do just off a whim by yourself and you don't tell nobody you're gonna do it beforehand and just do it this is some stuff that you tell some people and either they with you or they not and i really want to see the people that was with him on this idea and the people that were not because I don't understand how you can even try to sit there and be like, yeah, this is a good idea. I'm going to put a whole diamond in my head. Diamond's the only thing that's on his mind. That's Let terrible, it. bro. I well, for one, for one, for one, I can see how people would egg that on. I can see how people. I mean, when you you, if a person money hungry, bro, or they or they with you because you got money, bro, they're not gonna be like, boy, you stupid, because then you gonna get cut off. Like I can see a person being like, yeah, that's a good idea in the back of their head. I wouldn't do it, but yeah, that's a good idea. You know what I'm saying, like. Yeah, you should do that. That's cold. Ain't nobody Son, ever did that before. It's so if rich. you were paying, like if you was rich and famous and you was paying for my child's college all four years, eight years, have a long day in school doing whatever they're doing. And I had to choose between you putting that in your forehead or 
the possibility that you're going to cut me off and now my kid don't got a free ride no more. Son, I'm telling your ass that's some stupid shit. I'm telling you, like, son, that is stupid. You can cut me off and then put me right back on once the world tells you you stupid as hell. Because why? Son, if he gets into a fight, it don't matter the object of the game that son if for one okay listen okay for one i can i see where you're going with this this will make sense if he get in a car accident that that ain't gonna be good that ain't gonna be good you got a whole diamond in your head that ain't son son the object of the game is not even me taking it personal. Like, you got to start off the fight with that. Like, Uzi, bro, this ain't even personal. I ain't even got nothing against you. But I'm going to knock your ass out, and I'm going to take this damn diamond. Like, you don't, like, why? Like, that's an unnecessary mark on your head. Literally. Literally. Like, I don't, I, <sighs> I don't know, bro. I can't. I can't fathom why he would do it. I don't really want to. I don't even really want to, cause I just don't want that kind of money. Why well, I just start doing stuff? Now, I okay. So when I was a kid, no, bro, let me ask you this: Did you ever want gold teeth? No. Really? Well, I want gold. You understand me? And if he ever go broke. Bro, he got a $24 million diamond. Son, they going to kidnap that mug. Okay. Exactly. I want to know who who sat there and be like, yeah, I'll go ahead and operate on you and put this into your head. Like, who? I know money talks. I know money talks. Believe me, I understand that portion of it. I just want to know yes, who. Sir. Like, what yes, deep, sir. dark alley, back street, place that you go to to offer money for them to do this he didn't he went Son, to a very if he went place, to a, a very, very high scale place and paid a lot of money for them to do this for them to put this goddamn diamond not even in the center of his head bruh son no no if you gonna go all the way crazy you go all the way crazy you don't stop you don't just sit up there midway and be like, yeah, son, I, I might just, no. Like, if, if you're going to get a diamond in the middle of your head, it needs to be in the middle of your forehead, not off to the side. Unless the man is trying to get another one on the opposite side, so then it'd be symmetrical. What if, what if, what if he couldn't put it in the middle of his head? And he had to put it right there, cause did he put it with 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 a with a with a with a cranium like the top like not the I don't know if it's the cranium but you know you got that spot that that little space between your eyebrow and then you got that bone where if you got a big it's bone, by man's round eyebrow. Well, it's by his it's, eyebrow, like above it. 
Because I want to look up the picture. I think I'm going to look up the picture. Yeah, Son. I gotta look up the picture. It, it, it. <sighs> the world is going to hell in the handbasket. These kids, man, they just don't care, bro. Like, I don't understand. I, I ain't got no words for it, bro. I really don't. Like, for you to be able to do, you're right. I don't want no money like that, bro. I don't. That's that's some I'm bored money. Like, that's some extremely I'm bored money. Right. Yeah, it looked like he tried to get it in his forehead. He's trying to get it in the middle. He may have tried, but that shit failed, good sir. I don't. I, <sighs> I've seen no the picture, my guy. Line, I got man. the picture. But, no, that's, that's wild, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but what do you expect? All right, that's like I said. I never want that much money. I don't, I don't, I don't never want to have that much money in life. Where I just start doing stuff because I'm bored. Um, but hey, he like it. Well, you can like it all you want to like it. That's okay. I, I just hope he understand everything that come with that, bro. Like that's. I don't know, man. Celebrities just do wild wild stuff bro you know what you know you know you know what this is where we get into the meat and potatoes you know what i don't like i what i hate what i what i don't understand have you ever heard of the met gala i think yeah. we i that's how i know that we let celebs get away with anything because a lot of the outfits they wear to the Met Gala, if you saw anybody else wear them walking down the street, you would call them trash. You would look at them and be like, what the hell are you wearing? They would get fried, okay? They would get fried walking down the street from everybody. I don't understand the appeal of the Met Gala, of them coming and dressing with these so-called million-dollar designer clothes that looks trash. Like, we trash Kanye for his shoes, the T-shirts, like, all of that, all day long. But don't nobody say a damn word to nobody be going to the Met Gala wearing these ridiculous outfits. Well, for one... I don't, I don't watch it either. I don't keep up with it. But when I'm going down my timeline, people post pictures. That's how I know about it. <laughs> oh, you don't want to shake the table. <laughs> you don't want to choose violence right now. Okay. All right. What you got? Okay. 
You yes. have you seen Dave Chappelle's Unforgiven? Um, Bruh, what did you think about? It? I think it was it, it was real interesting. Uh, definitely. You wait. You just saw that recently. Oh, man. oh man, you like yes, like a, a couple of months late, B, I think. But it whatever. I didn't know he was still putting. Uh, I mean, stuff, like I unforgiven. I don't think unforgiven counts as like a special. That was like eighteen minutes or something. That's like a set, if anything. But I mean, like I I saw it. Um, I don't think that it was. I mean, like he was funny and what he was telling some of some of the parts were funny. I mean, uh, not saying that he's not funny, but like some of the parts that were meant to be funny, those were funny. You know what I'm saying? But like he was basically uh, saying how Comedy Central did him dirty um, and how he wants his money. So he wants he wants what's owed to him. And if not. Yeah, he wants royalties, and if not, then he gonna sit here. He, he gonna royalties. make something else, and they gonna be real, feeling like real shitty. And like, I, I don't understand why Comedy Central wouldn't just come and make amends and be like, "Yo, we messed up for what we did back in the past." Blah 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 blah. There is no feelings, but the thing about it is, money talks, right? If there's money to be made, if there's money on a table, which there is, imagine if they reconciled and Dave was like, all right, I'm going to do a new Chappelle show. It's going to be a better sketch comedy show and it's not going to, um, you know, make me feel bad for putting it out. I'm not going to hurt my people with it. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to bring you a lot of money and everything else like that. It's going to make me a lot of money. There's money for us all to go around. That's business, is it not? No, that's 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 kindness. That's not business. No, 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 not not at least at least not how they play. No, I don't know, man. That that's money just sitting on the table. Like I get it. Like it's it's it definitely there's some some kindness into it, but like you definitely have to sit here and um, you definitely have to 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 sit there and consider the stuff. Like it's been. How long has it been since Chappelle show went off the air? Like what? 20 years or something like that? I don't think it was 20. Cause I don't think I was 10 when it came out. I think I was 13 when I first started watching. Yeah. It. Like that's, like that's a long 15. time, bro. Like I feel like, cause at arguably Dave is at the top of the comedy game right now. Arguably. Um, and, I mean that'd be the only part that'd be his only competition right now. Kevin Hart. Um, and that's only because Kevin Hart is in like movies and stuff like that. If Dave Chappelle did acting, well, I mean, I know he's been in a few films, but like if he did acting like Kevin Hart did, Kevin Hart wouldn't even be a factor right now. If I'm be honest with it. But that's getting off to a tangent because like I don't really necessarily find Kevin Hart all that funny these days. But you know. Yeah, like, but here's my okay. So I want to basically say my piece about Unforgiven. For one, I don't think it was meant to be funny at all. Like, 
yeah, it was a joke, but that was an 18-minute long joke. I ain't never, for one, I've never heard a joke that was 18 minutes long. That, But it wasn't a joke as in just for comedic value. Like, there was a realness in that joke. Like, I was talking to somebody about it, and they was like, yo, it sounds like he's crying for help. I'm like, real talk it is. Like, for one, that's how it just, that's just the whole thing of it. Like, I'm like, but the way he, the way he structured it, to for one, to be able to tell his story, give life lessons, give gym, put people on game, and then make the most impressive impressive and eloquent threat I've ever heard through an 18-minute joke for one that's comedic genius. He good at what he do. But the threat was so elegant that if you didn't, you know, pee behind the, behind the curtain, you wouldn't know. Like, it was, you'd be like, yeah, it was just, it was okay. Like, like people, other people I talked to about it, they was like, yeah, it was okay. And I'm like, bro, that wasn't meant to be funny. Like, that's why you would notice, like, the crowd would start clapping. But he'd be like, hold on, wait a minute, I'm not finished. It was like your old granddad telling you a story. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it was like granddad telling you a story about, about some real life, but you laughing while he trying to go ahead and put this game on you. Because, yeah, it's it's hindsight stuff, so you can laugh at it. But the, the overall thing in itself isn't fun. And that's what amazed me about it. Because I was like, yo, it was so much substance in that. And, like, the game he put people on about signing contracts and stuff. Like, how he compared signing contracts with these execs and lawyers as being equal to playing three-card Monty. And basically, everybody just running a sham on you and you being the end of the joke. Bruh. Bruh. That was... That was nuts. Do you hear me? like to me? That was one. I think that was some of his best work because it reminded me of um, what he called it—the bird revelation, equanimity, or something like that. It reminded me of that when he did the iceberg slim. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, joint and the game that went into that. I was like, yo, like he basically telling everybody what happened without being outright and saying you know he didn't say it in everything he just he drew the picture for you to pull it out of and that's what for one that's what a great storyteller does they don't just yeah it was it was me pookie ronnie it was thursday at 8 30 a.m we was eating cheeseburger you know what i'm saying like he he did it so much so to where you can extract what happened out of everything he said once he starts talking about his career. I just thought it was dope. It made me, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm boycotting the Chappelle show. Yeah, I'm not even gonna watch it. Like, yeah, I I I, I agree with you on that. Because for one, that's messed up. You don't get no royalties from that show. None. And they 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 stupid rich off that show. I get it. And as an artist, as a person who's wrote poetry, as a person who's wrote, you know, like short stories, for one, as a kid, uh, like, I know what is, what, how it could be, 
how I would feel if somebody stole my work. You know what I'm saying? Stuff I, you know, I put my heart and soul to. If that was taken from me, I can see how a person would feel. You know, from that. And that was just like, that was amazing to me, for one. That was amazing. I think the whole thing was amazing. I think the way he structured it was phenomenal. And I think the overall message of it was just, that was, it, it was anything less than subpar. It's just the crowd was making me mad, bro. They they laughing and clapping. He like, yeah, HBM was like, what do we need you for? They, woo! Is, is that something to clap to? Y'all, y'all, y'all don't know how to read the room, huh? Y'all ain't, that I know, I don't know how to read the room at all times, but they definitely didn't know how to read the room. It's like, oh, y'all not listening. Y'all came to be entertained. Y'all didn't know he came to talk to you. Like he did with the eight minute, 46 seconds. It's like, people came to be entertained. No idea. Like, no, no. You thought you was coming in here for funny, funny jokes. And you got this black man up here spitting realism at you. Yeah. It's, no, um, it's man. definitely deep. Um, it's, 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 yeah. So what we have in store for you guys. So we were thinking about different ways to engage with you all, um, to have you be more a part of the pod to help us grow, but not only to help us grow, but to help also, um, help you along as well. Right. So what we're going to do is on Monday, let me look at the calendar for the exact date, Monday, the 8th, Monday, the 8th, February 8th, 2021, we will be hosting a, um, uh, uh, a room on clubhouse and we're going to be doing some poetry, open mic stuff. Um, that's what we want to do. I think it'll be, I think we think it will be a cool thing to do to be able to hang out with y'all for, you know, a few hours or whatnot. Um, reading some poetry. I'll be reading some of mine, uh, from, you know, some of my books. Maybe I might read some new, new, maybe I might read some that ain't been heard before. Who knows? But we do encourage you all to come out, um, and support and be a part of it. Um, if you want to perform, that's cool. If you just want to sit in the audience and just listen to all the great poetries and whatnot, that is also cool as well. So once again, that is going to be February 8th, 2021 and Clubhouse. For those of you, go ahead. You gonna say them? Um, for those of you who are not familiar with Clubhouse, Clubhouse is an app where it's basically a big ass chat room. Essentially, it's only voice. Uh, there's no video. Clubhouse, like I said, it's a app where it's basically a chat room. There's no picture. It's only audio. And it's only for iPhones. And it is only for... Um, it's, it's only invite only. So I know that some of you don't have iPhones, which is cool. I'm going to get to that point in one second. 
but I also know that some of you all don't have invites. So what we want to do is with this podcast, with this week's episode, right? The week of February 1st. So the episode goes live on Thursday, February 4th. What we want you to do is to shout out the podcast, share it with your friends, family, anywhere on social media, use the hashtag, uh, reset the vibe. Make sure you tag us. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are also on Facebook. So make sure that you go ahead and do that. And, um, we'll pick from a pool of everybody that does it and we'll randomly select people to get invites, uh, to clubhouse. So we'll invite you to the app so you can be in the audience so you can participate or you can just sit and listen. At least six people, at least six people. Right. We'll get, we'll get a, we'll get an invite. Right. At, at, uh, at, yeah. Right. At the very least. Now for the people that can't get in or the people that don't have iPhones, what I will do is that I will record the whole thing or majority of it. I should, I should be able to record the whole thing. Um, and then I will put that out probably on YouTube. So that way you guys can also hear, um, the room that we did. So you will not be missing out on it. You would just be missing out on the live portion, but I'm pretty sure because we do this on Monday, I can probably have that out hopefully on Tuesday. So you'll just be, you know, a few hours behind. Um, yeah. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I didn't even say the time. I just said the date. We're doing this at 7 p.m. on Monday, February 8th at 7 p.m. Central Time. So this is a Chicago based podcast. So we on Central Time. So we will be going live with the room seven o'clock. Um, also, uh, and I just got a random idea. What's up? For those who did not, who cannot submit an entry into the poem, the poetry contest, uh, because they don't have iPhones or because you didn't get the clubhouse, we always, always, always have a question link for for our pod where. Well, uh, you guys, uh, our loving audience can can actually, you know, have input into uh, into like the things, and you can give comments, ask questions. You can actually use that for your poetry entry. I think that's a good idea. So it's a good idea. You missed a step. So I'm, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. So, um, what with us doing this open mic? on uh monday right um and it's not a contest granted okay so don't feel like you have to have pressure you got to bring your best stuff it's not a contest i repeat it's not a contest you will not be graded you will not be like oh what do i get because i had the dopest fire is peace that's not what we're doing right um what we are going to do is that we are going to have some people uh some of the pieces um, be featured in the podcast for next week, right? So we'll, I'm about to tell you the link right now to go to. Um, and I'll reiterate this more on Monday once we have the room. But for this link, 
like Ladarius was saying before, like if you're not able to get in the room to participate, what you can do is you can send your piece to this um this link. And I'm probably gonna say like no more than two minutes because we're gonna have multiple pieces on. So we don't want to uh have like multiple five, 10 minute pieces, because I know some of y'all can really write and can go that far, and that's cool. That's more love and power to y'all. I ain't mad about it, but on a podcast where we got other things to talk about, uh, we just can't afford to have pieces go over two minutes. So want to make sure that your piece can fit within a two minute window. Um, and then it'll be under the consideration to be put on the pod for that episode. Right. So there's still no guarantee that even if you do submit this, that it will be featured on next week's pod. It may be featured on the, the pod after next. This might be a, a segment. Who knows? Depending on how popular this is, um, it may be a whole thing that we do on every pod, right? It just depends on how this goes. This is new for us. This is a step that we've never done before, but we're taking it with y'all and we expect nothing but good things. So the link to that, ladies and gentlemen, is mm. anchor dot fm slash reset the vibe slash message so i'll go ahead and i'll spell it out slowly for you guys right i'm also going to put a link into the the episode description so you'll be able to see it there as well right so anchor a n c h o r period fm slash reset the vibe slash message right so that's what we are that's where you will go to submit um not even just your entry for poetry uh if you got any questions if you got any uh statements or whatnot you can send it there and we can hear it um and just for people just for a reminder that your questions or statements or whatever they also might end up on the pod right and we can have like a whole discussion about it so please go to that link submit your poem um submit any questions comments concerns that you got we gonna hear it we hear all of them we listen to all of them so it's not gonna get lost in the shuffle guarantee you that um but yeah that is all i have monday february 8th 7 p.m on clubhouse we're gonna host a room uh, I think Ladarius called it RTV. Um, I, I love it. So that's what it, it'll most likely be. Um, as we get closer to the date, we'll definitely have, uh, we'll, we'll definitely advertise it more. We'll talk about it more. You'll definitely be getting reminders from us from now until then. For sure, for sure. RTV. It's you and me, RTV. Yes, sir. Reset the vibe. Um, Yeah, bro, that is all that I have for this week. Um, Definitely want to... uh, Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely want to... Thank everybody for listening. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for your comments, concerns, for the people that's going to come in and show up and show out with your pieces. Thank you for bringing your A-game. He don't want you to bring your A-game. I want y'all to bring the A-game. Bring what you got. Bring the fire. Um, and for Darius's uh, uh, mental health, please, no erotic poems, please. I know. No. <laughs> I know that y'all might be good as hell at them. I get it. Um, but the space that we're going to have, uh, we just gonna say not this time. That's not. You know what? Nah, nah. We ain't even gonna do that. We are gonna let them get their roll off. We are gonna let them get their roll off. Yes, it's gonna be a pain for me to listen to, but I'm I'm here for it. If it if it's for y'all to put on y'all talents, who am I? Who am I? To See, there you go. See, look, look at y'all, 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 y'all gave the man a slight change of heart. See, that's what I'm saying. I just because I want them, I want them to bring the fire. If it's trash, I might cut you out. I might need somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, but no, um, definitely we appreciate y'all. We know that we weren't uh there last week for y'all, but um, y'all still listen to older episodes. I, I was seeing some of the old episodes numbers go up, so I do appreciate that. Um, I know that it's not ever easy um and not for us but in general to like you know come on a day and you just waiting for a day to listen to your favorite show your favorite podcast or you know <clears throat> you know uh watch your favorite tv show and just to be told ahaha not this week next week i understand how it feels it sucks but i definitely appreciate y'all thank y'all for rocking with us um Larry, you got anything to add before I close us out gonna say seriously we really do mean that we really appreciate y'all everybody who listens everybody who tunes in uh we just now starting up so all the support y'all give it definitely doesn't go unnoticed and it definitely doesn't go unappreciated thank y'all for sure um as always ladies and gentlemen please 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 be kind and courteous to, to each other um i understand that that gets harder as the days go past, especially in this pandemic, because everybody is, you know, everybody's all over the place, right? But that's why we do this every week to help reset the vibe, to help make, you know, your week less stressful, less hectic, right? But uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Protect your peace. Um, take care of one each take care of one another, social distance, mask, all that good stuff. If you don't take the vaccine, take it. If not, you know what I'm saying? Don't shame other people for taking it. Like, it's cool. That's how we got in this first this mess in the first place with this mask versus no mask and stuff. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's okay to have a, a different opinion of somebody, uh, of somebody else's opinion. It's okay. We all going to be fine. All right? With all that being said, as always, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to reset the vibe. Love.